Hello and welcome to You to Know Lit. My name is Nick Argyris and this week I'm looking for the best autobiography about Britney Spears by Britney Spears mm-hmm. that came out this year by Britney Spears to help me our two high school English teachers. <laughs> Hi, Nick. I'm high school The English best teacher. qualified. <laughs> My name is Joe Holshue. I'm a high school English teacher. I'm a huge Britney Spears fan. And uh, this week, I didn't read her book. I I, I just Tone brought a game about pop divas over these. No, I do. I really do like Britney Spears. Like, Britney Spears was... Um, she was a big deal when I was the right age for her to be a big deal, right? That's, that's very, very delicately said. Like uh, music-wise or? And looks-wise. Okay. Work, Nick. Hit me, Joe, one more time. Give me more, Lidheads. These are all, these are all topics that um, Britney Why is he talking about. like this, Joe? I don't understand. This week, I'm a doctor of pop music, a pop doc, if you will. Ian DeYoung <laughs> by name, teaching high school English oh, and reading God. a Britney Spears volume is my game. I brought a New York Times number one bestseller this week. It sold a million plus copies mm-hmm. uh, in the first week that it was released, uh, since it was released. Britney Spears bestseller, smash, tell all, memoir, The memoir? Woman in Me. And let me just jump off. It's like start off by saying, Let me jump be- start off. I began, let's do a jump start. I began by thinking, that oh, she boy. was going to tell us about, like, she was a robot suit operated by tiny people, mm-hmm. but specifically nice. by a tiny woman who was, like, uh-huh. control, like, being John Malkovich style, controlling her. And, and there is some control, absolutely. Um, some kind of sad control. It's less of a joke, more of, like, real abuse. Um, I don't know where this is going at fucking all. Keep when she's talking about the, the woman... <laughs> The woman, the woman in me, in yeah, it's yeah. not an admission that she is a life-size okay. robot piloted by tiny people. So Specifically, this is, it's figurative, which it's is nonfiction. Honestly, a bit of a downer. Yeah, it's nonfiction. It's nonfiction. May your earlobes turn into assholes and shit on your shoulders. Hey, the plot doesn't fucking matter at all. This is what I think it's about. If you look closely <laughs> enough, every author was at some point a racist. Audiobooks don't count, right? All art is quite useless. <laughs> who, who told you that? Fun fact, that is how Joe laughs. <laughs>, 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 <laughs> Okay, so the only thing I know about this um, autobiography is that it's it's dark, <laughs> like yeah. unintentionally maybe. I mean, I'll talk about that. No, I think that I think some of the darkness is intentionally is intentional. dark. <laughs> um, but I would say it's like Joe brought a book entitled "I'm Glad My Mother Died" yeah, um, my several died. years ago. Gen- Jennifer McCarthy, Jenny McCarthy. It's probably Jennifer. I think it's close to that. If I was a Jennifer, I'd, I'd maybe think about going by Jen. Jeanette Jen? McCurdy. Jeanette McCurdy. <laughs> Jeanette. Jeanette. Okay, so, so wrong on both counts. Ian, what were you saying? So that book is kind of like, that. as I recall, that book is sort of like, yeah, here's how bad things were. Um, but I'm in a good place now, kind of, or on my right. way. Yeah. So I think that, so this book is like that in terms of shining <laughs> a light on how part. bad things are. But it's not like I'm in a, I was in a bad place and now I'm in a good place. It's, uh-huh. there has always been things that are delightful to me. And so it's not unmitigated darkness. Okay. There's some sort of mitigation going on. There are sparks of light throughout. Litheads, let's just yeah. take a minute to, to reflect, to dwell in the fact that Joe is a Britney fan. 
Oh yeah, Brit, Joe. Did Brit you hat. see? Did you did you go, Brittany? Did you go see her? About this. Did you go see her in in Las Vegas? I did not see her in Las Vegas. I have not okay. gone to Las Vegas. Joe, name I, three I did songs. When she was on the cover. yeah, you like Britney Spears? Name three songs, not mm. the ones that I did. Toxic. Good. One good more one. time. Yep. And uh, oh, the toxic. One more time. Do oh, do, do 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 do. Also looking. toxic. Also, so just keeps songs. singing toxic the whole <laughs> episode. Toxic, He's singing toxic. toxic. Boy, no, if you don't like toxic the first time, <laughs> try uh-huh. two and three. Well. Oops, I did it again. There we oh, go. There we go. Oops, there I did it. Boy, clearly, um, Joe, a huge fan. fan. Although yeah. I'm not good with names either. Like I can sing songs that I don't know the names of. Yeah. Right. So, yes, uh, right. well, welcome, Lita. It's you to know Lita Weekly, as we call it, strongly podcast. Where every week. <laughs> Joe and Ian, two high school English teachers, bring book recommendations. And just to upset one of them, we pick a winner. Uh, and guys, we have some show rules. Rule number one, only unavoidable spoilers. Rule number two, omit needless words, Joe. Rule number three, only winning matters. Although that doesn't matter this week because we just I have don't. one book. Because we got lazy and it's a cop-out episode. Well, it's Thanksgiving. Uh, we it's Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, that's true. Week. Yeah. It's Thanksgiving for us, litheads. Ian, um, what's the book about? First, I want to ask one more question, Nick. What's nah. your what's your relationship with Brittany? Like, did you? Um, she does dances on the internet, and that's now mostly she does, what yes. she's famous. Yeah, what she was famous for when I was growing up was her music and yeah. her dancing. And now mm-hmm. she only does the dancing, and it's on the internet, and it's kind of scary. <laughs> she's like super active. So, like, she's super active on Instagram now, isn't she? Like, isn't, uh, yeah, she's a viral a sensation, uh, Joe. Okay, really. Yes, let me tell you okay. all about it. She does these dances and the says things, and it's weird. And it's like this is like knives sometimes. What? There's no way to describe what what it is unless you go to it and see it. Litheads, right now we want you to go over to every know lithead lit. knows already. I think you guys are the only ones that doesn't know. It's true. I I, I was that. not aware of her um her Instagram presence specifically. I think it's Instagram, uh, but that in the book she talks about how. Instagram was a way for her to reconnect with fans and it was a way kind of for her to get out to have some freedom uh, in some, some of the darker times. And so she talks about how that was kind of like, um, I mean, the dancing videos literally quite literally led to the end of the conservatorship. Like, right. Really? It right. was like, public like, outcry. Is that where, like free Britney started? Like the dancing yeah. videos was like hashtag free Britney. People were concerned about her that she wasn't in control of her social media and that basically, like, oh, interesting. Like, the conservator was was actually like they had all the logins, and they were right. making her like do these weird videos just to get content out there or something. Oh. Uh, so people were like, "Is this even her? Like, is it?" You're like, oh, but yeah. you're like that woman is behaving like right. somebody is holding a gun behind the camera. Like yes. that's what it feels like. She's right not talking, uh, you know, aloof. Um, but that was her. <laughs> well, okay, so Ian, you're asking about like the that like, turned out that was her... just what she likes to do. <laughs> I feel like I've been there for the rise and fall of Britney Spears. Like I remember, yeah. like yeah. I remember, like the Britney Spears ascension. I remember when everybody was like, "I think Britney Spears might be crazy." Like when she was like going out and partying, when she shaved her head. Shaving her head—that's a big moment. Yeah, I remember big... K Fed. Do you guys remember Kevin? Fed? Yeah, that was a name I had not. Rem- I hadn't thought. I hadn't thought of that name until it. All of a sudden, here he is. Like, and all the, and then all of a sudden, she was back. She was in Las Vegas. She was doing yeah. the residency, and then hashtag free Britney. I feel like okay. I feel like you guys were slamming on me for not really knowing Britney Spears. I feel like I just talked about the rise and falls yeah. of the Spears empire. You, you walked us You're through. Really it. connecting it's all the dots. This yeah. episode would have been really relevant. I don't know. It like a year ago, and then again, maybe like two weeks ago when the book came out. <laughs> 
Okay, Ian, I have a very important question for you. Yes. Are you going to say the word diva? Because if you say the word diva, I have an alarm that's going to go off and I'm going to break into a game. But I'm starting uh, to really worry that you're not going to say since it. Since you were that's not a word that I would. So first of all, that word kind of has negative connotations. And second of all. Well, I brought a game called Know Your Diva. So just cool. Not a oh, word I said it. We got to play it now. All right, let's play it. And we'll talk about this thing. All right. Hey, I brought a game. I brought a game. Yeah, look at that. What do you know? All right. This game is called Know Your Diva. In this diva, in this game, you can either win. Diva. I haven't decided if it's going to be pop still working out the rules or diva dollars. I kind of like diva dollars, but he I do like too. It. That's good. Yeah. This game is called Know Your Diva. Um, you win diva dollars. You buzz in. I'm going to give you a Jeopardy style clue that includes hints to this diva's identity. You are going to buzz in uh, with you know the pop lyric of your choice, obviously, uh, and you are going to guess the diva name. So. If, I just want you guys example. to know, quick, quickly, um, having read this book, Britney Spears hangs out with a lot of hashtag divas. So mm. I feel like I have, I have, I'm, I'm fresh. Oh, they're right, they're on the dome, top of the I dome. But I feel like Nick's like on the, like he's online. Like Nick is, he has his finger on the pulse. Of Nick is terminally pulse. online. Got fingers everywhere, baby. Let's hear these questions. All right, Please so don't say if, I have fingers. For example, I, like I said. You might call it destiny. You might call it crazy and love. But this pop diva put a ring on Mr. Carter's finger in 2008. Oh, buzz, buzz. Yeah, you would Beyonce. say. Perfect. You would, in, if this were the game. A diva dollar. not. Win a diva dollar. So but this isn't the game? Di- well, now no, it is. No, that was practice and was you practice. shot your bolt. That was it. Okay. That was All right. Zone. Are you both ready? Yeah, I'm hurry ready. Hurry up. All right. All right, this girl, all she really wants is to top the charts with this 1983 cover of a Robert Hazard song. It must have been her wailing vocals and edgy effervescence that made it so fun. Uh, buzz, buzz. Biz- buzz, buzz. Go ahead, Nick. Oh, uh, Paul, uh, Paul Abdul? Ooh, no, no Nick, that's Bing not Bong. Ian. Would you like to Bing steal? Bing Bong, Cindy Lauper. Cindy Lauper. Notice that girl and want to have fun yeah. was in the clue. I thought that might have been Paul, Paul Abdul. Yeah, you got to pay attention. But it so wasn't. Nick, Congratulations, you have I triumph over you. It wasn't Ian. Got it. Uh, Ian, you have a diva dollar. Question number two. Call it a love story, but this diva filled a blank space in all of our hearts when she made the switch from country. Buzz, buzz. Bing, bong. Go ahead, Nick. Taylor Swift. Taylor Swift. Nick, you have a diva dollar. Congratulations. Ooh, double D. All right. Question number three. This diva came falling into our lives in 2001. It wasn't her first brush with fame. She was on an episode of The Cosby Show in 1985. Uh, fuck. Buzz, buzz? Sure. Lady Gaga? Ooh, no. I'm sorry. Ian, would you like to steal? <sighs> no, I don't know. I don't know. This is Alicia know. Keys falling into oh, our damn lives. It. Okay, yeah. Well yeah, done, Joe. Good. Well done. Right, Did AI write these? These are quite No, I, I wrote these. Actually, I- You wrote these? Like ad so copy. I this do sometimes like go to chat GPT and I'm like, hey, can you give me a list of like the biggest pop divas and some of their most famous songs and like the years that they were released? Chat GPT is down right now. Yeah. And, yeah oh, it's, down, down? struggling. Yeah. Yeah, Chachi they're not Keys doing good because of the, yeah. Yeah. All right. Uh, question number four. This diva was working hard for the money in 1983. Buzz, buzz. Cementing- Go ahead. Tina Turner. No, Ian. Wait. Can I'm you sorry. finish the clue, please? Cementing her title as the queen of disco. D- D- buzz, buzz. Go ahead. Diana Ross. Donna Summers is what Dow. we're looking for. Donna Summers. All right. Question number five. Uh, what's the score right now? Ian has got We're bad. We each have a dollar. <laughs> this is not going well. A, uh, they're called Diva Dollars. You each have. Diva Dollar. Cha-ching. <laughs> Ian and Nick, in the world of famous ladies, there's Godiva, Macbeth, and this poker face diva. 
Buzz, buzz. Go ahead. Lady Gaga. Lady Gaga. Yeah. Yeah. Neck to Diva Dollars. Yeah. This pop diva's first five singles were number one hits, making her a gazillionaire. It's why she can ask for so little for Christmas. Bing bong. Go ahead. Yeah, Mar- Mariah Carey. Mariah Carey. Two Diva Dollars a piece. I've only got a couple Jeez. more. Literally two more. <laughs> only 12 more. <laughs> Hello! This pop diva took a break from music in 2011. Buzz, buzz. Adele. It's Adele. Adele. Yes! You began it with Adele. Took a break in 2011 to have polyps removed from her vocal cords. She just announced (laughs) she's taking. I wanted to make sure the polyps got in there. Adele, yeah, polyps. Large growth removed. She's taking another break after her Vegas residency um, to study English literature. She's getting her literature. Finally. Uh oh. Competition. She's starting to pop. This pop diva and former teeny bopper couldn't wait to see you again in 2007. She sent matured into a bona fide blaster, even recording with her godmother, Dolly Parton. Oh, Buzz Buzz. Go ahead. Miley Cyrus. I think that is an outright win for Nick. It Four is. diva dollars Incredible. to two diva dollars. Yeah. Um, Ian, you brought get, a book this get week. Get your dollar, Nick, get your change, baby. Nick knows. No change. Congratulations, Nick. Nick, be the diva dollars you want to see in the world. I honestly felt pretty good about that. Got yeah, a couple wrong. Really um, yeah. But yeah. yeah, it's okay. I did I think- have a tiebreaker question. It was like, it was like, Christina do you want to read Aguilera. it? Joe? Well, it's, it's kind of, it? I'm surprised a- there's no Madonna in here. Um, I don't really. So I tried to put Paula Abdul in and I tried to put Madonna in, but they're like, I tried to put Paula Abdul in too. Right. <laughs> there are holes in my cultural literacy. I'm like, I don't oh. actually know. Like, oh, so this game is this game are. is Joe's favorite. Let's divas. not go That's too behind the scenes. Oh, here. Okay, got it. Um, Ian, you should definitely oh. tell us what the book is about. Yeah, so this book. Um, so uh, she, everyone kind of around her has been telling her story, but she has not told her story, right? But not been able to tell her story for most of her life, and so. This this book is her telling her story. Uh, um, her family members, multiple members of her family, have written memoirs about her, um, but she hasn't. Um, Which is crazy. She, yeah, and she hasn't like she hasn't been well represented in them, and she's also not been able to tell her own story. So um, this this book is really focused on sort of like or it, it, it the engine driving a lot of this book is toxicity. Now, like two kind of places where that toxicity happens. Not the song. Not nearly as fun. Like her family is one source of it, um, and the sh- and paparazzi showbiz is kind of the other. So, like I said, this book begins with this kind of Victorian esque, like here's my great grandmother, and here's how she was abused, and here's this person, and here's how like it all kind of fits together. Um, especially her dad and her mom kind of come in for for a fair amount of criticism. Her dad is an alcohol is an alcoholic. Um, and like would leave and never violent, but really kind of like alcoholic to the point where he was talking to himself and hallucinating and Brittany was scared to get in the car with him and really bad. Can I pass along what I know about the, the basic premise of like her story from what I've heard from other people is basically like her family's the worst. Yes. Her family's the worst, and also showbiz this, is the worst. These are the yeah. two pieces that that's not toxicity. Yeah, right. They seem a little like dance mommy is like what I always got from it. Like a little Worse. bit like stage mommy, and like a mm. like a little not, yeah. not to use a classist term here, but like a little trashy is how yeah. I've always got. <laughs> yeah, <from this>. sure. <laughs> 
garbage is what he's saying. <laughs> Cruel, they're deceptive, and the biggest thing is she is a huge financial success, and they right. take Milk advantage that of that. Cow. Yes, Milk yes. They... To, to, to everybody in the family's success, but it seems like especially maybe her father, who was the head of the conservatorship, yeah, her father, her father kind of spread the money around to his friends. She talks about like the the salaries he was pulling down for himself as conservator. It's just like it's so like crystal clear that they don't seem to love her. They yeah. just love her money. Can is there any way to read this book and not be on her side? Well, so I think so. And I can she doesn't hide the fact that this is her perspective, right? She's not trying to she 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 presents this as like here's what I saw and and right. she emphasizes how terrible they were to her. You can't help but remember like okay, yes, she is giving her interpretation. They probably would say something different, but the facts of what they do, which are kind of well attested especially as we get farther into her life, the facts of what they do to her are are pretty damning. I don't love doing this. I did this a little bit as I read. Um she does come off at times quite privileged. Sure. Um, so there are certain things that she loses that are taken away from her that are absolutely cruel and dreadful, like denied access to her kids. You know, yeah. her freedom is, is restricted there. Like they involuntarily commit her to various institutions. Right. That's dreadful. Other times they're like, Hey, your vacation won't happen at this <clears throat> time that you, we told you was going to happen. And she's like, it's the worst worst. though. Honestly, I don't blame her. (laughs) Have you ever had a jet lined up and it's late as (laughs) as parts of the larger, uh, the larger story, larger narrative. Yeah, it's bad. Like it, it tracked. It's a data point in like, she's like, I really wanted to go to Maui with my sons at this time. And we couldn't until later. I'm like, yeah, so some bits that are maybe harder yeah, that, to relate like, that's to. That's an inconvenience. There's some pieces which feel a bit out of touch, but the broader concern is like, yeah, she is wealthy and she she earned this money with her voice and with yeah, her, her skills, her like, image, her yeah. delight in in performing and her ability to know what people wanted and and her sacrifice and her dance ability and her injuries. Like she earned this and they are just absolute leeches. There's that part of it. And then there's a part about the music industry, which is kind of like this. It's a secondary villain, but it's also pretty bad. So she is used. The music industry uses her yeah. a lot. She doesn't really have a chance to sort of be her own person, do things the way she wants to uh, until later <clears throat> in her life. Early in her her career, she's not really able to stand up for herself. And she's living and performing on other people's terms. She keeps coming back to this. Like, I was doing... Not what I wanted to do, but what I thought people wanted. I was right. trying to please people. Yeah. And on the one hand, she likes, she likes, she loves it when people are pleased by her. She like she's happy that she has yeah. all these fans. On the other hand, she's like, what if I just I want I I really like this song. I'm gonna do this song. When she's talking about the things that paparazzi would do, I read some of this in, in Spare, the the Prince Harry memoir. Yeah. And it's it's like it's obscene. The, the lengths to which paparazzi go, the ways that they represent people, the ways they kind of bait celebrities into reacting badly. Um, it made me disgusted with celebrity culture. It made me disgusted with sort of entertainment culture and it's it, the way that people are turned into. Mm-hmm. But it is fun. Counterpoint Joe. Well, it, it's something that like, 
everybody's heard celebrities complain about being celebrities. And it's like, let me play the world's smallest violin for you. Like, that's the reaction to it all the time, right? Where it's right. like, it has oh, to be. It must be. Because money solves all so problems and she has it all. Right. Yeah. But like, it's, it's kind of this crazy thing where like, if you are a celebrity, especially now, I feel like where you're always online, you're always present, right? Like, like you are the product, like you are the thing that is being consumed yep. all the time. Yep. And like, that has to be absolutely hollowing. With that said, there's also like this whole freaking thing of like, like media influencers, for example, who like they sign up for that. They're like, yeah. hey, I might not be particularly talented, but like, allow me to be consumable, right? right. And it's like right. something people aspire to, and it's gross, and it's I don't know. Yeah, I, no, I'm I'm on board with this. I'm on Team Brittany. This is yeah. What are some other kind of like pillars of the book? She's like, she says, I'm done. Um, she ends up after nah, all that happened. Shook. Nah, I don't know about that. one. I don't know, right? Put this is the this is the question. One. Can someone, can someone who has become dependent on, you know, the adulation of fans, can they truly divest from that? I don't know. She wants to. History says, especially for some reason in the music industry, a lot of people retire and then come out of retirement. I'm not sure why that is, but that's a common thing. Um, they had ever controlled beyond that, though. They were telling her what she could eat and what she couldn't eat. Um, they were making, forcing her to, to like go to the gym. Um, and if they, she didn't, they would threaten to take away things like access to her kids. Um, they sent her to the hospital to rehab over and over and over. Um, they did eventually start to restrict her access to her kids. Her dad was violent towards her kids. Um, they, she had like ideas about the residency and they were like, nah, we're not going to do that. We're going to do the easy thing. And she's like, I would like to make this fresh. I've been doing the same show for two years. Could I please do something different? And they're like, you cannot. No, you'll do what you've always been doing. Um, they they made her stay on birth control. She had an IUD and she wanted to have it taken out. And they're like, nope. Um, she had she had very very like she had to smuggle a phone to get access to friends. Um, they were watching her texts. They were watching her DMs. Everything. Yeah, everything. The New York Times um, has a good review of, of this book, and the New York Times review says like this is these are details which you wouldn't expect to see in the 21st century. Okay, I'm scrolling through Instagram right now, Ian. Uh-huh. And I'd like, are, how concerned are you, Joe? Cause well, okay, so so like, I think back to like Britney Spears shaving her head, right? And yeah. it was this moment where people are like, oh, Britney Spears might be crazy, right? Like, it was like the narrative around that at that point. And then this news about this conservatorship came out, like I think more stuff came out, and it's like, oh, Britney Spears isn't like, like, she's not crazy. She is like, exercising agency over like the one part of her life or a very narrow part of her life that she has control over, right? Like she shaves her head as a form of protest. And that makes a lot of sense, right? That's like a pretty, that's a pretty different narrative. But like, Ian, as I scroll through this Instagram, like she, it's pretty strange, right? Like it's pretty all over the place (laughs) and it's pretty like, like there's like, Keys embedded under skin. Joe, look at. The, did you see the, the knife, knife one? Dance. There's the knife dance. I okay, saw the, the knife, knife dance. one's the best one. <laughs> yeah, like so. I guess like, does it, is she going to be okay, Ian? Is she okay? Is she going to be okay, Ian? Is she, is Britney Spears okay? I I mean, from her from her. Welcome to our yes. weekly check in with Ian <laughs> oh, to God. ensure if Britney Spears is still okay. <laughs> we are on episode 179 or something like that. So. From her perspective, she's fine. Um, what the things that she, that we would read as strange, partly seem strange because they're not her. 
Like if you ran across a random performance artist doing this kind of thing, you'd be like, oh yeah, weird person on Instagram, whatever, moving on. Yeah. The fact that it's her who's had this carefully yeah. curated image for so long, that it's whiplash. It's like, what? Why, why, why is this person who I thought I knew um, doing all this stuff? In terms of like well-being, I don't know. She seems like <clears throat> she seems like she is doing things that she wants to do as opposed to things that she feels she has to do. And she seems willing to not fit everyone's expectations of her. Um, I hope that that's what this is. I hope that the strangeness is her finally kind of being a weirdo, um, which all of us have a desire in some regard to be a bit of a weirdo. Hopefully this is just her being a weirdo. I don't know. She talks about some of the decisions she makes and some of the, some of the, the reasons she does things. And I, I, I wonder, uh, but I'm not a mental health professional. Um, and the mental health professionals in her life have tended to be kind of dreadful. So, um, I don't know. I, well, I would check say as in long with as us next week as we continue the saga. <laughs> Um, I don't think we need Tiffany's. Joe, tell the Lidheads what to do. All right, Lidheads. Um, we love you very much. We love Britney Spears very much, and we hope that she's doing okay. Head on over to tweenvogue.com. <laughs> there it is. Just a book. Request a theme. Request a th- sticky. Um, we love reading the books that you want us to read. It broadens our horizons. And Ian and I, you know, we get comfortable in our corners, and and we like to um, we like to be pushed. Um, rate, review, etc. But honestly, the number one thing that we always hope that you do is tell a bookish friend about it. You know, when you're having tea someday, you you filthy tea drinking lidheads. You, when you're having tea someday British. with a friend, be like, if you like books, you'd like to hear three white guys talking about books. Um, um, you send them to tweenvogue.com where they can stream all the episodes or just like download it through their podcast player, et cetera. Um, so we don't get those crazy hosting bills. All right. I don't think I have anything else to say. I Are hope you it, sure? doing I think well. you said it all. <laughs> anything else, Joe? I Now's hope, the time. I just really want to emphasize. Yes. I just, I'm really on team Brittany and I yeah. want her to be. Okay. I hope she's good. That's, I hope the message she's has been be sent. I loud and appreciate clear. that. Yeah. Um, so this is a, a section where she's talked about she and a, a friend have gone to Arizona and they're driving in the desert and they have this, they feel like it's a paranormal experience. And she says that that part isn't particularly interesting. What's interesting is how she talks about it afterwards. She says, I didn't want to talk to my friend about it because I was concerned she would think I was crazy. She'd think, oh, like this is, this is, you know, mental health issues. Um, she says, I'm not going to talk about this. I'm not going to bring it up. There have been so many times, she says, when I was scared to speak up because I was afraid somebody would think I was crazy. But I've learned that lesson now the hard way. You have to speak the thing that you're feeling even if it scares you. You have to tell your story. You have to raise your voice. There was a lot I still had left to discover that night when I was lost and felt God in the desert. But I knew that I wouldn't let the darkness consume me. Even in the darkest night, you can still find so much light. 